Hit a home run and get pre-approved for your next refinance or home purchase at thehomeloanexpert.com. Enjoy the podcast. Welcome into my visit with Keith Hernandez, the former St. Louis Cardinal who is on the ballot yet again to be potentially voted into the St. Louis Cardinals Hall of Fame. We're coming to you from the Lou Fuse Studios on scoopswithdaddymac.com. Lou Fuse, 14 brands, 10 locations. We are St. Louis, and that is Lou Fuse. Keith Hernandez, an incredible career. And in St. Louis, he helped the Cardinals win the 1982 World Series. He won a gold glove, not once, not twice, six different times. And he was the co-MVP in the late 1970s. Coming up, we'll talk about what the Hall of Fame, the Cardinals Hall of Fame specifically would mean to him. His relationship with Ted Simmons, who is headed to Cooperstown, and how Keith may change the game today. That's all coming up with Keith Hernandez on Scoops with DannyMac.com. Triad Bank, a full-service financial institution established in 2005, a mission to provide a wide range of commercial and personal banking services to closely held businesses like mine. Scoops with DannyMac.com. You walk into Triad Bank and there's Jim Regna and he's there to help you out personally. He'll take you, sit you down, Get you a cup of coffee and talk about what you need to get done. That's triadbanking.com. Also, this is presented in brilliant clarity thanks to Lordos Diamonds. And see their selection at lordosdiamonds.com. Coming up, we visit with Keith Hernandez. Hey, Blues fans, join the party all season long at Hot Shot Sports Bar and Grill and one of their 11 area locations. Great food and drink specials available during every Blues game. It is your home for Blues hockey. Remember, if the Blues score five any game this season, you get Hot Shots, legendary tacos for $1 each the next day. Find a Hot Shots near you at hotshotsnet.com. Proud partner of the St. Louis Blues. Well, he's one of the great Cardinals ever and again he is on the ballot for the Cardinals Hall of Fame he's also a broadcaster with the New York Mets for many many years on SNY one of the best teams in sports with Gary Cohen and Ron Darling and that's former Cardinal first baseman Keith Hernandez Keith always good to visit with you how are things everything's great Dan uh getting ready for another season just like you are and the fans in New York and uh St. Louis well, it's going to be an interesting year. I, I got to get your thoughts on what's happening with the Houston Astros and the the cheating scandal. What what did you think about all this as it unfolded this off season? Well, I think they took it to a different uh, another level. Uh, I think that uh, when they brought in all the analytics and then the instant replay, um, the MLB, I think they kind of invited this sort of uh, corruption mm-hmm. and. Uh, and uh, it's got to be stopped. I mean, I'm of the feeling that, uh, you know, these players come to the ballpark at 12 noon for a 7 o'clock game. For seven hours, they get, for six hours, they can study all of the computers they want and get all the information they want, all the intel. And then, you know, once the game starts, there's no electronics. Everything shut down in the ballpark, in the dugout. I mean, iPads in the dugout to me are absolutely absurd. Uh, it looks like they're not going to address that. They're going to let that continue as long as we understand that iPads are are pre-programmed. Well, who's going to who's going to make sure that they're pre that, that there's a proper pre-program? Sure. I mean, you don't need you don't need all this stuff. Okay, you got a telephone. You've got five coaches. You got a manager with eyes that are being paid uh, to school coach. 
and manage a team, and they should know when a pitcher is losing his stuff and the manager makes a decision, not someone up in the clubhouse that's on a computer that uh, is analyzing every pitch and saying the spin rate is he's losing his spin rate. You got to get him out. It's a, you know, you got professional players. You pay them to make decisions on the field. I'm curious your thoughts on this. The game is so different today. Your teams were so much fun to watch. What do you think your teams would do, specifically the 82 team that won in today's era of baseball? What do you think? Well, I hate to compare. I mean, you know, Rocky Marciano and, you know, fighting Muhammad Ali or Muhammad Ali fighting Joe Lewis. You know, the athletes are bigger and stronger. They're better conditioned uh, uh, than, than we were, although we pretty much played ourselves into shape. Uh, but the way you guys uh, played the game, Keith, was fun, and it was a different style. Well, it's, it just, it's just become more home run. Yeah. I think, uh, you know, it's like football. I, I talked to a lot of NFL players that played in the, in the, in the 60s and, uh, and 70s, and, you know, with the big linemen were 275 pounds, and there was footwork. Um, fundamentals and blocking, and now today... Uh, it's just 300 pound linemen and you just push the guy around. You know, they claim that there's just no more fundamental basketball. I think the three point play is, ex- you know, as exciting as it is, it's changed the game dramatically, but all the little details, I mean, uh, Earl, the pro Monroe who lives in New York and I've known Earl and he said, anybody can, you know, we're talking about the dunk. He just said, anybody can dunk, but can you hit the 10 foot jumper at the buzzer mm-hmm. uh, when you're down a, uh, down a point? Uh, those are the kind of things. Baseball's finally gone that way. And um, it's just home run, strikeout, or walks. And a lot of it, too, is too much mental thinking out there. When hit, pitchers got you 0-2, uh, they used to come after you. You're the hitter's in trouble when you're 0-2, you're 1-2. And then, you know, if you, if you work the count to 3-2, and two, well, you've turned the tables. And that's... That lengthens the game with all these pitches. You know, I talked with Whitey once, and Whitey looks at USA Today, and he counts the pitches and the how many pitches in a game. And he said, "Geez, sometimes there's a lot of times there's over 300 pitches in a game. That adds the time to the game. Not you know that that how do you address that when you have that mentality where pitchers in my day, and I hate to always say this, would say if they got in trouble and they were behind the count, well, I didn't give in to the hitter. I went right after him." Well, today it's just the opposite. The pitchers say, I didn't give in to him, so I wasn't going to throw him a fastball. It's just the reverse. So there's a lot, a whole different kind of philosophy and thinking. And, um, you know, I've come to terms with it. I just come to the park and show up on time. You know, we, every once in a while we get a good game. You know, we, uh, we, and, uh, you know but most of the time, it's, you know, you go six innings, you got starters out there, and you go, Jesus. We're less than two hours here. It might be under a three-hour game. Right. And sure enough, they come to they go to the bullpen late in the game, and next thing you know, it's a three-hour and a 20-, 30-minute game. What did you think uh, this offseason with Ted Simmons finally getting into the Hall of Fame? And by the way, analytics probably helped him get into the Hall of Fame, but your former teammate, what did you think of Teddy getting into to Cooperstown? Well, I thought it was fantastic. And I must say, I was ignorant uh, to his his, his, his old school numbers, his right. RBI, and how he ranked with catchers. Uh, Yogi Berra, of course, is, was always the benchmark for so long. And Ted certainly has the numbers to be there. Uh, he was a terrific offensive player, clutch hitter. 
I waited around four four days for I figured Ted's Ted's phone was blowing up, you know, when he got when he got uh, inducted. So I waited around four days for it to cool down, and I had a long conversation with him. I am actually going to try to uh, ask FNY if I can get the Hall of Fame weekend off and find someone and reschedule me three games, whatever. And let me go up uh, to Cooperstown and uh, be there for Ted's induction. That's outstanding. Um, Keith Hernandez, our guest. I, I want to ask you about the Cardinals Hall of Fame. I, I think, Keith, you've got a great shot to get in. You should be in anyway, but it's going to happen. But for our fans, what would it mean to Keith Hernandez to, to put on that red jacket and go into the Cardinals Hall of Fame? It would mean everything to me. And I think all the Cardinal fans that were around and know me uh, back when I was coming up and playing like playing there and playing against them, they all know that I was a Cardinal fan as a kid. And it was a dream come true for me just to put the Cardinal uniform on in the minor leagues and then also to play on a big league level uh, for eight year, eight and a half years there and bring a world championship back since the first one since 67 with those great 60s Cardinals. Um, it would mean uh, so much for me and my, my brother. My parents aren't alive. It would mean a whole lot to them. I know that. But my, my brother, uh, we, we all both grew up together, uh, Cardinal fans. And Gary saw me play a lot in the Cardinal uniform. And it would just be a very, very, very proud moment. I hope you know about the Schnooks Rewards app. If for some reason you don't, where have you been? The whole city has been downloading this. If you're a Schnooks Rewards member, you're going to earn points. And the next time you're at Schnooks, you can use those points for money off. Digital coupons on the items you want most. Download the Schnooks Rewards app. Get the app that gets you. It's all aboard the newest restaurant in St. Louis, the train shed at Union Station. Perfect place before and after. After Blues and Cardinal Games, historic St. Louis Union Station is downtown's newest dining destination with train sheds, creative pub, and the soda fountain's modern diner. The train shed at Union Station. I know a lot of people, you know, they look back at, at Keith Hernandez with St. Louis and they think, well, it was the Mets and he was a great player in St. Louis, but the Mets and the Cardinals had that unbelievable rivalry, made it so much fun. But to your point, you loved the Cardinals. You grew up you know, visiting Stan Musial in the in the in the clubhouse and seeing these greats, it's Cardinal blood is kind of in your blood, and and people probably need to know that a little bit more as they decide to make their vote this year. Well, I think my favorite player, my idol growing up, was Mickey Mantle. So that made me a Yankee fan, and I was a Mickey Mantle fan because when I got his first baseball card, and I was maybe six years old, seven years old. And I flipped over the backside into the bio, looked at his numbers, and I saw his birth date. I'm born on the same day as Mickey Mantle, October 20th. So that made me a Mickey Mantle fan. But in the 1964 World Series, I was rooting for the Cardinals. (laughs) I love it. Um, This time of year has got to bring back memories, too, because in your book, I'm Keith Hernandez, I love – reading how you went through the minor leagues and being such a yeah. young kid. And the I, I would assume that this time of year brings back so many memories of being a minor leaguer and going through spring training with the St. Louis Cardinals for Keith Hernandez. Yes, and it was over in St. Pete in those days. And uh, I have, you know, I miss George Kissel so much, who, you know, tragically was killed in an automobile accident. And George was a big part of my uh, life and my uh, uh, schooling as far as, teaching me the fundamentals of the game, which George was known for. Bob Kennedy, senior, 
you know, Dal Maxwell was in the minor leagues, Kim Boyer, Bob Milliken, all, you know, Fred Koenig, all the old school guys that uh, taught us the fundamentals, the cardinal way. And there was a cardinal way back then. I mean, you were taught. I didn't have to be taught. I always thought it was the most beautiful uniform in baseball. And But it was instilled in you with great pride uh, to wear that uniform, the birds on the bat. They, you know, the Cardinals have won the most World Series next to the Yankees, the most in the, in the National League. Uh, there's a pride there of putting on that jersey, and um, it was instilled. Uh, so, yeah, so this kind of spring training right now, even though it brings back memories of the minor leagues with all of those kids out in the field in those long days. And back then, they, all they did was give you bagels and coffee and you had to <laughs> run out there and, and play all, you know, you got out there at 10 o'clock and did calisthenics and then your day wasn't over till 6. Right. And, you know, you had, you had soup and crackers for lunch. I mean, it was barely, uh, it barely sustained you back in those days <laughs> compared to today. Today where they feed them so well, which I think they should, I think it's the right thing to do. You got to fuel the body for those guys to go out and work. Final question for you. Outside of, of 82 and outside of maybe the MVP, what are your fondest memories when you reflect back on your time in St. Louis? Oh, gosh. Uh, I think, you know, I went through those years when Gibson retired and, you know, McCarver left. And the only one that was really left was at the end was Gibson and Lou. And Lou stayed longer. And that was the last, um, you know, remnant of those great 60 Cardinal teams that went to the World Series three times and, and won twice. And then we had the down years. So uh, years where we weren't very good. And then that one year when Red was fired in 76, when we won, excuse me, we lost 90 games. I never realized until I did my book, uh, I'm Keith Hernandez, that that was the first Cardinal team since around 1916 that lost 90 games in a season. Mm -hmm. I had no idea about that. But to see it turn around, and the fans come, you know, the fans, how appreciative they were and coming back and being part of a rejuvenation of good Cardinal teams, good baseball. That was, that, that to me, you know, having gone through hard, difficult seasons where I was part of the reason why I was struggling, had to find myself, and then to see it all come together, that is just uh, to ultimately to a championship is the best, the, uh, the most fondest memories. I wouldn't want to be in my 20s again. I wouldn't want to be in 1975, 76, 70, uh, and 77. Those such stressful years for me. I put so much pressure on myself to, to become a major leaguer. It's what I wanted to do. And I was, at times I was worried, I mean, maybe I don't have it. And I got sent down. But I persevered, and, um, and I'm proud of that. Well, I can't wait to see you get that red jacket. I think it's going to happen this year. I appreciate your time. It's always fun to visit with Keith Hernandez. Thanks so much, Keith. All right, Dan. I'll see you down the road. I'm coming to St. Louis this year when we play you guys, and I'll see you over. I'll see you at some point in the spring training. Lou Fuse, we are St. Louis. Dan McLaughlin here to tell you about the hometown automotive family I trust the most. The Lou Fuse Automotive Network. And you know they are St. Louis. Lou Fuse has been a part of St. Louis for over seven decades. They're proud to support St. Louis and the surrounding areas with cars, youth, sports, and charitable efforts. 14 brands, 10 locations. Just visit Fuse.com to start shopping today. Lou Fuse, we are St. Louis.